everyone. Welcome back to the Girl of Gen Z podcast. I'm your host, Clarissa. And today I have a special guest by the name of Anna Golia. Her birth name is Mozana. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. <laughs> Amazing. I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy, chaotic schedule to be here today. Of course. Thank you for having me. How was your holidays? It was amazing. It was good. Just lots of family, lots of food, lots of dancing. It was uh, just what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. A break (laughs) from the crazy life. Definitely a break. (laughs) Yeah. It was the biggest break. It was wonderful. (laughs) Do you want to tell the uh, viewers what your background is? Yeah, sure. Um, So I'm like ethnicity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm Albanian and I have roots in Spain and Germany and Greece. So very diverse. And you said you speak and you write Albanian. I do. And how did you learn that? I learned it by reading um, the the Albanian newspaper to my grandfather when he just moved to Canada. He didn't speak English. And so my only way of communicating with him was, you know, just to, to learn Albanian. And actually, Albanian was technically my first language growing up as a as a kid. Um, I remember in dance, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't really understand what my teachers would tell me because I would only speak oh, Albanian in the I never house. Knew that. Yeah. Um, until, until I was about obviously six when I went to kindergarten and then I started, you know, blending in Yeah. and then yeah. I lost the Albanian and finally got it back a couple of years later. So, but did your parents speak fluently in both in English and Albanian? Um, honestly, it, when I was younger, I have no idea. Yes. Yes, because they had jobs. So I'm going to say yes, they were fluent in English as well. <laughs> Just a, you know, to get crazy by, guess. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but but we primarily spoke Albanian in the house. Okay, gotcha. So yeah. if you guys don't already know, Anna is a actress, a singer and a dancer. And we're going to go through a little bit of her whole career. And obviously it's continuing to grow. Um, and how we met, I guess. So we met at a dance studio, yeah. our home place. Um, you are, I think, two or three years older than me. You're 20. I'm 23. Yeah. Okay, 24 so... next week. I, I saw that. I was because, you know, I'm like, I don't know if it's like my MSN or my Hotmail or something. I oh can't my God, remember. you saw like, MSN? Yeah, I don't even know why. I get the notifications. Like, Anna Julia's birthday is on this day. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, that's so soon. Do you have any crazy yeah. plans? Uh, yeah, I'm going to Napa, Napa Valley with my mom and my two cousins. That's fun. That's yeah. That'll be a nice little girls trip. trip yeah. yeah, I was going to say, how Super long fun. are you going for? Just four days. Okay, that's yeah. nice. Oh yeah. my God, I'm jealous. Oh, I'm so excited. Are you like a <laughs> wine drinker or anything? I am. I love wine. Yeah? I love it. Don't they have wine it, tours? It, it, Is there a place for wine tours there? Yeah. Oh gosh. There's so, I mean, hundreds of wineries in Napa, so... We just chose a couple and yeah. That sounds nice. So you're turning 24. 24. Oh my God. So we met at that dance studio, like I was saying. Mm -hmm. Um, And what age did you start dancing? How did your mom enroll you? Um, (laughs) That's actually a funny story. Um, So I started dancing when I was five, five and a half. And uh, my mom put me into dance because... We would watch a lot of Shirley Temple movies and I would try to imitate her tap sounds by going to the bathtub and just like making noise in the bathtub. With your feet? With my feet. And that's kind of like the first inkling. We're like, ah, maybe she's artistic. Maybe we should send her to dance. Yeah. And they also, I mean, my mom also wanted me to have like the poise and the elegance that ballet teaches you. So 
she just thought it was a great idea and yeah enrolled me at the nearest dance studio which was van buskirk at the time and yeah stayed there i don't know forever yeah yeah you were there till like you literally had to <laughs> leave was, like. yeah until i was like okay you gotta go now yeah yeah <laughs> graduate yeah we only had a few dances in the later years um yeah. together but i remember like my first impressions of you well first of all yeah Voice, beautiful dancer like could elongate in any movement was given um and I remember my mom I was at home one day and I was little at the time um and was we never had a class yet because I was very little and my mom was like this is Anna she's on the Nutella commercial and I was like <laughs> what so we had like the Rogers like PVR so she rewinded it and me and my mom my dad all watched it and we're like <laughs> She dances at my studio and she's in a commercial. I was like mind blown. I remember telling like everyone at school, like this girl Aww. made a in the Nutella commercial. I also like love Nutella. So same. So Do I was even... the perfect person for that. <laughs> yeah, you looked like you really loved that oh. Nutella on that oh, commercial. Oh yeah, we were like filming that commercial, and of course, on set you're working whatever twelve hours. You're eating all this Nutella, all this. I was gonna bread ask. And... You actually got to eat it all. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And they had a spit bucket. They're like, if you don't, you know, if you don't want to eat anymore. I was like, no, 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 no. Give me all of the Nutella. Give me like a year long supply. I will eat it all. It was so great. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And your did your mom help you find that gig? Or I guess my oh. first question is, how did you find your first agent? Like, did they help you find that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when I was uh, nine years old, I had a I went to a spring break camp that had a, a dance component and an acting component to it. And because both my parents worked full time, there was nobody to really take care of me at home. So they're like, ah, let's put her into this camp. And so initially I went for the dance portion of the program and I was forced to also do the acting part, which I'd never, I never even thought about acting. So I tried it and I thought it was really boring. I was very active, as you know, so I just didn't enjoy it at all. But then the director of the camp said I was very talented and I should pursue acting. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Not for me. Not what for are me. you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Kicking and screaming. And he sent me to this um, talent showcase. And there I placed really, really well in all the categories. And right from there, an agent called and said that she wanted to represent me. And my mom said, are you sure you want to do this? I was like, yeah, sure. How old were you at the time when she asked you Nine that? Nine and a half. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you kind of had a little bit of understanding of like what was going on now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. E even at that age. Yeah. Um, and so the first audition I had, I booked and then it was just kept rolling steady, after that. steady, steady. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so you were, sorry, how old when you were in the Nutella commercial? If I had to guess, probably like 10. Okay. So yeah, it was er early days. Okay. So yeah, around 10. So did you start with just doing commercials? Yeah, I started I started out doing a lot of background work um, and like really, really tiny, like featured parts, one line here, one line there. Um, and then, yeah, I did a few commercials, mostly for the U.S. Nutella was kind of like my my big one for Canada. And then from there, I went to do some Broadway and, and then stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. So how is it balancing dance? with because you were in competitive dance too mm -hmm. um and then you started the commercials and the acting um and then you were in what was it the sound of music mm -hmm. yeah was how was the, all, balancing all of that uh I mean I guess when you love what you do it doesn't matter how long your your day is and when you're a kid 
you just love everything so much. There's no perception of time of <laughs> yeah. like being tired. Like I didn't know what tired was. Like I was just so excited. I'm like, okay, we get to go do this. We get to do this. We get to do that. So, I mean, when I was shooting, I was shooting uh, Connor undercover and doing the sound of music at the same time and in school and still dancing competitively. So typically what my day would be was getting up at like four, uh, being on set downtown for 5 a.m., shoot the show, um, depending on if it was a double show day at the Sound of Music or not. I would stay on set until I had to go to the theater, do the the go to the theater, do the show, um, and then go to dance or piano or vocal after that. So it was just kind of nonstop all the time. Did you ever hit like a breaking point? Because you were quite young. So like, I guess you never really. No, there was no such thing as a breaking point. <laughs> I was <laughs> oh like, God. yes, give me more. I couldn't even imagine. Um, yeah, my breaking point was like, when I probably got onto Degrassi and, and like just my energy, it started to feel like more difficult to, to balance everything. Right. I started prioritizing my sleep and like my me time and, you know, growing older and um, wanting to hang out with friends and stuff like that. So that's when that came into play. And, and I sort of started slowly dropping things off um, and found more time to just be with myself right but for sure. still just i love i love it all <laughs> yeah i know i know you do um i want to get on the to, to the degrassi point but just mm -hmm. let's reverse for one second so schooling let's touch on that really quick yeah. were you homeschooled your whole life no so i went to normal school till grade six sixth grade for the americans um and then i was homeschooled for grade seven then went back to school for grade eight and then was homeschooled for all of high school Okay. And was that a decision with you and your parents collaborative or how did that um, go? It kind of was the only option. I was just working so much that, you know, it, it, it's tough. Like teachers already have such an incredibly difficult job. Um, and we didn't, we didn't want to create even more drama and more work for them to be like so i need just to leave on this day yeah, come back like, at this time give me give me my homework Can I extension drop on that yeah, yeah it was just too much did you so, ever try doing that though and then you're like this isn't really working i try yeah i mean i did it because i started when i was nine which meant i was great let's do some math grade, here grade, grade four? <laughs> grade four? i don't know yeah i think grade three or grade four okay um yeah so for all the work that i'd done up to grade six that's what i would do like, I'm going to be away on this day. Can I have the homework? Can I do this? And so it, it managed to work. Were they pretty, like, good with it? Or did you were. Did you ever have one teacher that was like, this is getting annoying? Um, I feel like they never they say felt, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they probably felt it, but they just they didn't, didn't communicate that yeah, to yeah, me yeah. at, like, nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it managed to, to work itself out up to that point. But obviously, as you go up, you know, in grades, everything gets increasingly more difficult. So I just had to just, you know, find an alternative. Right. Which was great. Right. For sure. Mm. So I remember this is also another moment in the dance studio. I remember hearing um, one of our old male dance teachers said something about Degrassi. And I remember walking and passing 
And he said something about like, oh, you haven't landed the role of Degrassi yet or something. I can't remember <laughs> the exact line, but then you're like, well, actually, funny enough. And then you just like told everyone that you landed it. And we're, everyone was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> I remember that. Were you trying for like a long, like you went to audition after yeah. audition and you finally got the role? Mm-hmm. So I, I initially auditioned for uh, Imogen, which is Christine Prosperi's role. Yes. And I role. was like way too young at that point. And uh, and so basically the show said, you know, we really, really like you. We're going to keep you in mind for for future roles. I was like, yeah, OK, whatever. That's what they all say. It's not going to happen. Sure enough, they did. I did audition for a, a, another smaller recurring part in between that I also did not book. But then I got the audition for Zoe and it was just like the one audition and done. That so how did that callback go? Like, did they call you and say you got the part? Like, how does it work? Yeah. So. If or did I they call remember, your agent and your agent tells you? Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. It's all through my agent. Okay. Um, but I basically, I went in to do the audition and it was with Stefan Brogren and Stephanie Williams and uh, Larissa Mara, who's the casting director. And I went in, did my thing, and then waited like, I think, two to three weeks after. Um, so what the process is, is that Everyone on the team has to agree that I'm the person for the part, and then they have to send it to network for approval. The, the network had to approve me. So you mean the team, like the production? Yeah, the team? production. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, a couple of weeks later, I got the phone call from my agent saying that I'd booked it. That's wild. I remember yeah. watching every episode. Like, yeah. I don't watch Degrassi, but as soon as I found out you're on it, I was like, okay, well, I need to see what, like, character what, she plays. <laughs> like, because obviously you're a different person at the studio. Like, you're Anna. You're yourself. Yeah. And then yeah. for you to embody this other human that obviously was completely not like you at all <laughs> was crazy yeah. to see. Um, <laughs> how was that experience, like, getting to know that character and, and, like, learning how to become them? Oh, it was so much fun. So much fun. Because up to that point in my career, I didn't have anything that I didn't I didn't play any parts that were drastically different from who I was. And this was kind of the first opportunity I had to really do something different, which was super exciting for me. Um, yeah, so it was it was wonderful just to have such a collaborative, incredible team of writers to to go to and directors and have these conversations with and build zoe and um yeah it was just overall a really beautiful experience and how were uh your i guess casting mates your like other you know peeps on the show how were they awesome awesome everyone was just so much fun i always had this not not grudge i'm trying to figure out the right word but i always regretted not being able to have that real high school experience um but I, I ended up getting it on the show. It literally <laughs> was high school and it was amazing. It yeah. was so much fun. Yeah. So I got to fulfill that part of my life through the show. For sure. Was, cool. was um, Did you find that a lot of the other cast members also were homeschooled? Yeah, quite quite a few of them were. Yeah. yeah. When you're when you're working those kinds of hours, it's, it's kind like of needed the only at option. that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How are the shooting days like? Um, Actually, for Degrassi, not bad at all. Uh, because there are so many characters, so many different storylines, um, typically because I got onto the show when I was not older, but like older than some of the others, I, um, I was typically the first one in and the last one to leave set because minors have, um, shorter 
shorter hours that they're allowed to work. Oh, I didn't know that. So like till what they age? Have to like shoot 18 them out. or? Um, I think till like, 16 they're allowed. Until 16, I think they're only allowed to work eight or 10 hours. And then once you oh, wow. hit 16, you can work 12 hours. And once you hit 18, then you, you're you an adult. You can work 24 hours. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. So because of that, I would always be in first and leave last. And also because at the time I didn't have a car and my mom was still working, she would drive me to set like before she had to go to work. So even though, for example, sometimes I'd have a 7, 8 a.m. call, I'd be there at like 5.30 in the morning. Because um, you yeah, needed your then, ride to get there. Right. And then wow. I'd be there till about 8 p.m. So there were long, long days. Yeah, but, for sure. But again, just so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's expected in that world too. Like that, that is part yeah. of what you're signing up for. Like it may not be a pro, but it happens. It's part, oh, of, for the, sure. it's part of the gig. That's what it is. So when did you get your driver's license then? I got it when I was 16. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you just yeah. didn't have your own car at the time. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. And so I think, uh, yeah, one year into the show was when I finally started to drive myself and my mother, you know, her heart broke. Because <laughs> that was like our quality time. It's like Aww. we get one hour together a day. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, does she still come to like shoots and stuff like that? Time yeah. To time? Yeah. Time to time. Not as much, obviously, because... I'm an adult and she has her job, but she still obviously still drops by and wants to check it out for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, What about your dad? What kind of role did he play in all of this? My dad was also transport. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) He would drive me to and from like he would drive me to my mom's work. So then my mom can drive me from her work to my to my things. And it was like always like Multiple carpooling, stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. Oh, it was always for very sure. complicated. And you have so. a brother too, I do, right? Older? Yeah, older. Were you guys close? Yeah. Not were you. I guess are you are, close? Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are. We were and we are. Um, what's yeah. his opinion on the direction you've taken with your career? I think his his opinion is the same as everyone in my family, which is as long as I'm happy and as long as I'm loving what I'm doing, then they're happy you good know? so good. they're they're all really really supportive oh that's amazing yeah um okay so the other question i had was what was it like being nominated for the canadian screen award mm. for best performance in children's youth program series yeah in back into 2015 uh 15 or 16 yeah, yeah for full know. out yeah i love that movie first of all <laughs> um it was on disney right uh, like the disney channel at one yes point? honestly i am so confused i don't i think so yes Okay. I'm going to say yes. Well, I really liked it. I, and the fact that it was based on a true story, I always yeah. find like a special place for that in my heart too. Because yeah. it's like somebody actually experienced what you're seeing right now. Not to the T, but I, I want to say uh, like pretty close. Oh, yeah. Oh, very, very close. And what made it even more factual was that I had Ariana on set every single day and we became like best friends. Um, Do you want to give so a little background her- of what the movie's like? Oh, yeah. So um, Full Out is about this gymnast who's on the track to becoming um, an Olympic athlete, going to the Olympics for gymnastics, and she gets into a tragic car accident. So it's about her recovery and then finding a passion for dance and ultimately fulfilling her dreams and going to UCLA. Um, So it's based on the true story of Ariana Berlin, who's from San Diego, and I got to play her and I got to spend so much time with her and really bond and get to know her and uh yeah so we shot the film i think in 2015 and how long does it take to do a film so it it varies 
full out, I think, took a month. A month. Plus, I think we had two or three weeks of dance rehearsals because it was very dance heavy, as you know. Um, So I think overall it was about a month and a half. Okay. Yeah, pretty quick. How were dance rehearsals like? It's interesting to know because it's like, was it anything like you were taught at the studio? Did you find because you had such a background, it was like easy peasy learning this choreo? So, I mean, I didn't really get into hip hop at the studio until later, later days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I loved it. But I think uh, Full Out was kind of my first experience working in that genre of dance that I had no experience in. And also being surrounded by, I mean, everyone was older than me and everyone had been dancing like professionally. So I felt like such a little baby compared to everybody else. Um, so it was, it was definitely nerve wracking, but the cast were just so warm and so friendly. And anytime I needed like help with choreo, like we would just keep running it and running it. So it really became a family and it was wonderful. That's good. Yeah. Oh, so how was that nomination? Sorry. I feel like we oh, were yeah. on topic, but right, that. it was, it was honestly it as an actor, as an artist in general, you never do the work to be to be recognized for it whoops (laughs) to be recognized for it you know we don't do things for the awards and for those kinds of accolades but again just being appreciated by my community that I've that I've been a part of for almost 15 years now was really uh really special so to be recognized for my work in this film that I really um really worked hard on and and loved with all my heart uh meant a lot it was very special did um ariana is that her name mm-hmm. did she go with you to the award show no unfortunately no she was back in sandy no uh back in la at that point gotcha yeah gotcha oh yeah that's I took so mama, special so it's okay <laughs> <laughs> um the perks <laughs> yeah um what's the most exciting role you've ever played this far in your career Ooh. they've all been so different i mean full out for obvious reasons, Degrassi for obvious reasons. Um, but also like most recently the fanatic, uh, with John Travolta. I was like amazed (laughs) when I saw your name and his name, John Travolta on the same screen. (laughs) I was like, how did you get this role? (laughs) How, how did that one come about? So that, um, I knew the producer, on that film and he kind of came forward and said you know I think you'd be really great for this film are you free during these days da 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 can you read the script talk to Fred so I talked to Fred we skyped and and I kind of got this feeling that he wasn't a hundred percent convinced because also when we skyped it was um it was my album release day so I was doing a bunch of press and I looked like a doll like full face makeup in a suit all the things and and for anyone who's seen the fanatic like Leah my character is uh not any of that yes, <laughs> like she's opposite. very grungy like super gross and chill um so he just didn't seem convinced that I could be this girl who's Fred Fred Durst is the director gotcha sorry forgot to include that <laughs> um and so once he once I got this kind of feeling that he wasn't 100% sold, I said, you know what? Just like choose a scene or two from the film that you want me to Read. to do. Yeah. And I'll put myself on tape and you make your decision. Like I don't want you to feel forced to hire me in any way. 
And so he's like, okay, cool. So literally I had, he wanted it by the end of the day. They were making a decision by the end of the day. It was already like two or three o'clock at this point when we were having this conversation. So I had to send it in by six or 7 p.m. Were you stressed because you had your EP? girl, yes. (laughs) I was like, halt all press. I'm done for the day. I'm out. I had to rush like from downtown to Mississauga, change, wipe off my makeup, and then study my lines, you know, at traffic lights when I wasn't driving, and go to the self-tape studio back downtown and put this myself on. Is a self-tape on- studio? Yeah. That's oh, sick. there's a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so you had yeah. to drive back downtown for Back that. downtown, looking like New Leah. outfit. <laughs> yeah. No, no makeup, all the things, and I uh, then I went on tape and I sent it, and... I was off book, even though I only had like 15 minutes to memorize. And uh, yeah, immediately, as soon as Fred saw the tape, he's like, she's it. He showed it to John. John said, she's it. And that was it. <laughs> wow. So then how quickly did filming start for that? Ooh, uh, I want to say it was like a week later. And that was filmed where? That was filmed in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, wow. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there was a couple of days in L.A. Uh, just from like some exterior shots. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of it was in Alabama. Wow. Mm-hmm. And how was your first encounter with John Travolta? Like, oh my God. Did you have like a, ta- was a table read your first? Like, no, we had go? a we had a meeting uh, just to kind of talk through character, talk through some of our scenes and just to like get to know each other because we had to be best friends. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, Fred, Devin, and I went over to his house and just had a big old family chat Wait, about to everything. House? To John's house. Oh, wow. And yeah. is he in L.A. then? Uh, no, no, no. This was like in Alabama. Oh, okay. So when we had gotten to Alabama, um, just like the house he was staying at. And um, yeah, so it was just a really wonderful conversation. Obviously, I idolized him. So... It was Did he know that? super surreal. Mm, mm, Maybe. I mean, probably, <laughs> probably. I thought I was doing a really good job like of hiding it, but probably not. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, he was just so sweet and so gracious and just like everything that you would want an icon to be, he was. So it was beautiful. So how was connecting now on screen after you've met like for the like your first scene together, how did it go? Um, it was really fun. Uh, w- <laughs> fortunately, the first scene that we shot together was a really really funny scene, which actually didn't even end up making it into the movie. Really? Um, but it was really funny and it was really really cute. Uh, it was a moment where basically Moose John Travolta's character spits like a milkshake onto me. And it was hilarious. It was just so fun. And uh, it was a great icebreaker for sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. to get the ball rolling. Do you yeah. guys have like a a copy of all the bloopers? I feel like that would be so fun oh, to look back and watch I, on. For sure. They're half. Definitely. There's bloopers. There's got to be somewhere. I haven't seen them. <laughs> I don't know. I'll ask Fred or somebody. But yeah. Um. Okay. So I guess that was your favorite role then as of everything you've done thus far. Ah. Uh, there's no such thing as a favorite. It's like choosing your favorite child. It okay, doesn't, fair enough. It, you can't. Fair enough. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was I going to ask next uh, about your your release, uh, how you released your EP? Oh, 
So yeah. you said that was in the works for years. Years. And mm-hmm. why did it take so long? Uh, I just struggled to find my voice and to find the right songs and the right producers to make it sound authentically me as I could in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just took a while. And it also took a while for me to be honest and open with like my fellow co-writers and um yeah I wanted it to be to be raw and real and so that because I'm generally like a very private person a very closed off person that took a while so it was like writing songs and songs and songs and songs and I didn't like them didn't like them until you know slowly I started to actually like them so that process just took forever um but then finally we we got to it and released so what was your writing process like? Were you at home? Did you feel like you had to be in like a studio setting? Would you be in a Starbucks? Like where did you find was your your little home of coming up with your creativity? Uh, definitely at home. Like a lot of the ideas and melodies and um, chord progressions and stuff like that. I, I for some reason, between like 1 and 4 a.m., that's like my prime time for creativity. So... Sometimes I'll just get up in the middle of the night with with a melody and, and record it on my phone. And then the next day I'll be like, ah, no, no, that was not good. <laughs> but I'm sure you found <laughs> but, some good ones. You know, yeah, occasionally there, <laughs> there's a good one. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so then I would take those into a studio with, with other writers and we'd just elaborate and, and feel it out and see what feels good for everybody. Okay, so where mm-hmm. was the first time you performed your album? Ooh, uh... I mean, I don't know. It's technically not a performance, but I did a series of videos at the Orange Lounge, um, live at the Orange Lounge. So I had a whole band and it was all live instrumentation and and we shot a bunch of videos and and I sang live, uh, I think, five, four or five tracks off the album. Yeah. So I guess technically that counts. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then was there an audience there, though? Um, It was I mean, it was a big crew. (laughs) <laughs> they, yeah, I guess they do audience, count, you know. Um, then your first audience-based one. Yeah, uh, I guess I think it was a charity event that I did for sick kids. You know, I performed like three three tracks there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's fast forward to um hosting the Albanian Film Festival. No. Or was that before this? No. So it wasn't the film festival. It was um, the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, okay. So, My mistake. So it's uh, it's this massive, I guess you could call it like the Olympics of songs. So huh. all the countries in Europe and, and some non-European countries as well participate. They each have kind of a representative for their country. And then all the countries compete against one another for best song. So what I hosted was the Albanian qualifier uh, for the competition. Okay. So we chose, I mean, I didn't choose, but the judges chose the winning song that would represent Albania in this competition. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And did they reach out to you and were like, hey, we really want you to host this. We think you're the perfect person. Yeah. And did your mom get to come and like. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My mom got to come. It was my first time in Albania. Got to meet a bunch of relatives that I'd never even met. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great. That's amazing. Um, what was I going to ask? Oh, okay. So, wow, I'm blanking now. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, okay. At auditions. Yeah. Did any of the other people 
ever think of you as like a triple threat because you were a singer and a dancer and an actor? Were they like, did they ever like know you in advance to the audition being like, she has it all. She's uh, my biggest competition. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, because I don't think of things in that way. I don't mm-hmm. look at people in that way. Mm-hmm. I just people for, I see people for people for, for who, who they, they are, are, not, not what they do and right. what they have to offer. Um, so I, I, I don't really know like what their, what thought, their process thought process was. was. I just tried to go in and be me and, and do my thing. That's right. It. Right. And it's like, especially with auditions, it's never a competition because, you know, every actor has something different to bring to the, the to the character, mm-hmm. to the table. So there's literally no way of looking at it as a competition because no two people are the same. No two people are going to make the same choices. So it's all a matter of what, you know, that creative team, that production team feels is authentic and right for the project. So there's never any, like, competition or harsh feelings or anything like that that's good so yeah. you, would you say most of your auditions have went very well then did you ever have like a experience where you're like that ah, was not enjoyable oh for sure for sure there have been uh, <laughs> more than god, one <laughs> god i can't even count yeah i mean we're human we're not always you know doing exactly what we've set out to do um i mean i would say most of the time i'm happy with my work but there are days for sure where you don't feel great about what you're doing you know, there's always another opportunity, always another, you know, something yeah. coming. So, Was there ever a role that um, you didn't think you'd get and then you got and you were like, oh, that was different? Oh, I feel like that's been almost everything I've played. <laughs> <laughs> it's like always the ones that I'm like, mm, Not that wasn't great. Sure. I don't know. I don't think so. And then like you I book call. it. Yeah. Like, what? Why? <laughs> okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. I won't say no. So, yeah, I, probably every every job. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and your agent. Have you always had the same one? I've had my Canadian agent. Mm, ah. Okay. So no, that's a lie. <laughs> um, I had an agent that I started out with that I had for uh about a year, just less than a year, and then uh sent my resume out to a bunch of different places and. Then I met Shari, uh, who took me in at 10, 10 and a bit. And so, yeah, so I've been with her since then. Okay. And you said Canadian agents. Do you have an American one as well? Yeah, I have an American agent and American management company as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. How does that work? Are they two completely separate? Yeah. Okay. I mean, separate, separate in the same. Um, Do they have to ever communicate with? Yeah. Sure. Like at all the emails, it's like. 12 people listed it's the whole team that's that's kind of making my career making moves for my career they're all in it uh together but yeah there's the canadian stuff and then there's the american stuff and then when did you pick up the american agent then i picked up um picked up my first american manager uh during my second year on degrassi okay um yeah, and then through that, then I got my agency, and then I got another manager there. Yeah, so it's okay. been kind of shifting, and now it feels like it's in a in a good place. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good. Um, so I have to ask, did Drake ever stop by on the Degrassi set? <laughs> so, no, not <laughs> while I was there. But obviously, he shot the God's Plan video there, which was uh, super cool. 
really right at like the location oh, it was of- on the lot yeah so and he brought back you know all the cast members from his generation and it was yeah i heard all the stories it was amazing i wish i was there yeah, but i wasn't I know, I but bet. whatever I fomo <laughs> have you ever met him no no is no, he on your list which to is meet? crazy yeah of course you know <laughs> just because like we have so much in common <laughs> <laughs> for sure um so do you have a place here that you live and as well in la or how does that work so you're I traveling still live with my parents because <laughs> why would I waste money? <laughs> so you're yeah, right. when I'm here, which is not often, uh, I, I still live with my family. And uh, and then in L.A., I just Airbnb or I stay with really wonderful, generous friends that I have down there. And yeah, so it's it's like limbo it's yeah. between both cities. Do you ever think you'll make the move fully out there? Um, I think so, eventually, just for work. Uh, I don't think I would ever move there just for, for the personal, sake of moving yeah. there. No. Um, but for work, 100%. Yeah. Yeah? What do you think of LA? What's like... I like LA. Yeah? I Like, throughout the years now, I've been able to kind of have my spots. Like, I have my gym. I have my cafe. Like, I just have such a great system, and I have so many wonderful, wonderful friends in LA, that I um that inspire me and that I get to spend time with so it's fun I like LA for sure and obviously the sun I need the sun <laughs> like I cannot do the rain and the snow it's just too much so yeah LA is great for that cold winters man <laughs> yeah um so what would you say your craziest like fan encounter has been oh or maybe not even craziest but like most interesting or oh man I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like I, I had a good answer for this that I've said in other interviews, but it's not coming to me. I don't know. I okay. don't know. I just I, I meet a lot of a lot of fans. Yeah, I bet. They're all just so sweet and so kind and you know, when they share especially with Zoe you know, share their experiences, whether it be with, you know, self-harm or sexual harassment or, um, you know, coming out. It's like these stories were really resonating with fans and that was such a beautiful thing for me to experience and st- and continue to experience. Um, so forever grateful for the fans and, yeah, I bet. and how they've connected to, to my character. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, are you more recognized, do you think, in Canada or in America? Uh, or is it like an even split? It's it's difficult because <laughs> Canadians, I find, don't come up to me. Like, they'll look at me and they'll, like, whisper and, like, they'll know, they'll, they'll know recognize me, mm-hmm. but they won't come up to me. Whereas in the U.S., I feel like they'll recognize me and they'll come up to me. Like, okay. they're just... um. So, like, you'll be at the airport or, like, yeah. literally anywhere. Yeah. They just don't have... Oh, yeah. Especially at the airport. <laughs> um, it's funny. It's like when it's a TSA agent or something like that and they're fans of the show. I'm like, hey. <laughs> skip on the line no, but uh yeah no very very interesting experiences um i think i don't know if it was last year or the year before you, were you asked to be a judge for mock judging at our oh, dance studio yeah. oh um i think it was last, last year. year yeah yeah so our dance studio has something called mock judging which is for all the competitive girls that are in competitive dances and it's almost like a pre-competition yeah so like to see kind of where you're at what you like need to kind of like 
sharpen up before competition mm-hmm. and the studio owner i don't know if it's still like this would give you a mark on what they think the dance kind of gets like yeah. deserves for the time you performed it yeah. so how was how did that come about did they reach out to you and were like hey could you please be a judge are you free yeah yeah it was so cool because obviously when we used to do this it was like the most terrifying day it was like the first time you're performing in front of people you and costume like, makeup it was very everything like, surreal super intense and so for me to then be on the other side and giving notes, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. <laughs> but then I also recognized, you know, how I have to I have to obviously give them notes, but then still still encourage them um, and and make them feel good about themselves and make them feel excited, because I feel like when we were growing up and it was amazing and it did what it did. And it was all good. But, you know, I feel like everyone was always so scared of mock judging. It was like the scariest day. And so I, it was great for me to have the opportunity to kind of bring a new energy and almost like a new perspective to mock judging and just make it fun. Like, you're dancing. You're not curing cancer. It's, it's, it's supposed to be fun. Right, right. So it was great that I got that opportunity to, to connect with the the younger dancers was mr ron there yeah he was he was he, so mr yeah. ron was was he part owner f- with miss nancy i never really i don't knew. know the logistics but to me he was like the boss obviously yeah. miss nancy was the boss boss but he was like the boss <laughs> yes so, so they were <laughs> they were never married though uh or just I common think, law i guess i don't know well anyway so they were Doesn't like the matter. owners of the dance studio um and unfortunately miss nancy had passed away a couple years ago mm-hmm. um Rest in peace. We loved her. Um, But yeah, so Mr. Ron was there. Yeah. And who else was alongside you with judges? Miss Tanya, who is our tap teacher. Uh, And I think Miss Jenny was also on there. And then Andy and Elise, who are kind of running running ship now. Yeah, right. That was crazy. So did they, um, did you run into anyone that you used to teach or? Oh my God, yes. Yeah. All my little babies, all of them were there and they're competing and it just made and me so happy. now they're older. So they're like <laughs> yeah. competing level. They're like some, some of them are tall. Most of them are taller than I am. And you're like, oh my God. They're like, Miss Anna. <laughs> like, what? Oh my God. I feel so old. That's crazy. But yeah, it was really cute. Oh my gosh. A good experience. Do you think yeah. you'll do it again? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If they keep doing it, I'm there. That's amazing. Um, Wow, we like flew the, through these questions. I guess yes. one of the like last ones I have then is so you're really into the gym now. I've noticed on like your Instagram. Ugh, yeah. Why do you say it like <laughs> that? Are you forced to work out because of a role no. coming up? No, no, no. Okay. I wish no, but <laughs> no. It's just no. I do actually like working out. It's just so much work working. It out. is a lot of work. <laughs> no, I enjoy it though. It's uh, it's become almost like a like a therapy for me. I really like it. Yeah, but it's just like ugh, being healthy, eating well, working out. <laughs> so so much thought. <laughs> what's your training like at the gym? Like, do you do circuits? Do they like? Do you do more compound movements like squats and deadlift? Like, what? What do you have a trainer? Like, how does that go? Yeah, so it's um, it's a lot of, it's always a mix. So I try to run. I mean, especially in the summer, I'm not as good in the winter, but I try to run, um, like three di- three days a week. And I prefer running outside than to running on a treadmill just because it's so boring. You um, like the change of scenery. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like it's harder. 
like running outside than it is to run on a treadmill. I don't know what it it's is. Harder on your feet, I would say, like the concrete. Yeah, yeah, but also, I don't know. It just I feel like your body works well, I guess the differently. Tr- yeah, the treadmill is kind of like pushing you almost a bit. Yeah, and on land, it's like you have to run if you stop, then you stop on the treadmill. It keeps right. going, <laughs> keeps going, and also, like on land, if there's a different terrain, if like if it's concrete and then goes to gravel and then goes to grass, like your body has to adapt with every change. And so it's always new. It's always different. So it's always like working really hard. Whereas on the treadmill, it just feels really boring and stagnant and I don't like it. (laughs) Um, So whatever. I try to run three days a week. And then I I did have a trainer, but she just recently moved to Spain, which made me really sad. Oh, for work or? Yeah. Yeah. She's training in Spain. She's like living her best life. Yeah. But um but yeah when I when she was here she just left very recently uh I was doing about three days a week with her and we'd usually start with some hit uh training and then we'd go into free weights and stuff like that um use a bunch of machines and stuff you know a nice mix mm-hmm. it um, looks like a tiring workout I can tell you that much <laughs> yeah I was like just looking at it and I was like wow this is like back to back to back <laughs> yeah no she was she was on it but it was great like I really saw results with her um and and then also I mean now more so recently now that she's gone I've been doing a lot of reformer pilates and yoga okay so just doing it all yeah gotta stay active for sure um okay so now going back to one of the questions that I forgot about yeah um what was acting and producing in the movie the Cuban like oh my gosh the Cuban is uh is my baby like started started developing it with my partner four years ago while I was on Degrassi last year on Degrassi and yeah so it's super surreal to have started with this tiny seed of an idea for a short film that then became a feature film that then had you know Oscar winning talent attached to it and and now it's done and we premiered at the Whistler Film Festival and won a bunch of awards and and now we're um, premiering at the Pan-Africa Film Festival in LA in February and then the Sonoma Film Festival in March. So it's just so crazy that like I was part of there. That. Yeah. I was there from the very beginning and it exists because two people came together and said they wanted to make it. So it was really beautiful. Um, yeah, the team behind it, like Sergio, the director, who's also a producer, Alessandra, who's the writer and also a producer, um, just the four of us, like we're really, really in sync and we really see eye to eye on, um, um, on what we want the film and how we want the film to live in the world. So it's been amazing. Yeah. So is it out yet then or no? Because it's, it's not out. It'll be out in theaters in April. Okay, because I was gonna yeah. say it makes it seems like they're all premiering at these festivals first, yeah. and yeah. then is it gonna be in like our theaters? Yeah, in Cineplex. That's insane. Your yeah. movie's gonna be at our local theater. Like yeah. I can walk in and be like, Anna created this. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. <laughs> um, okay. So what was one of the most exciting or I guess memorable? Um, moments you've encountered with another like actor or celebrity oh i mean i i john and i 
were singing on set and dancing, like just going through musicals, talking about our favorite musicals and and we would sing some of the songs and we would dance on set. Like so in between was, takes? In between takes, in between scenes, yeah. So that probably was special. one of my most surreal moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. My heart. I, I can't. I still can't believe you're in a movie with him. Like I know. I cannot Even wrap my I brain can't, around it. Like still make sense of it. <laughs> Somebody today. I went to Indigo and she's like, "By the way, it's really random, but like, good job in the fanatic." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> thanks, go." <laughs> That's great. always a nice feeling. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I did that. By the way. <laughs> Um, so I know you probably can't spill too much, but do you have any future plans you want to tease that are in the works or is it just a guessing game? We have to follow you on social media. Just follow me. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get better at social media. I'm not very good at keeping people in the loop. I think you are. I've seen a lot worse. (laughs) I've seen a lot worse. Makes me feel good. Thanks. I just mean that no, no, I see I what you see okay. what you mean, but you're not doing bad. Like I can tell like what's kind of going on in your life by looking at your page. With some yeah, others, okay. I'm like, wait, what? They came out with the clothing brand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that stuff's like a shocker. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna still try to get better. I'm I'm you know, it's a work in progress, but um yeah, no, there's 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 music happening this year, like releases. That'll be good and That's more producing. Um, and yeah, just more of everything. Um, so my last question that I usually ask people is, are you happy with the direction you're taking in life right now and the path you've taken? A hundred percent happy. Could not be doing anything else. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. Okay. Well, those are all the questions I have. Do you have anything you want to add? Uh, no, besides keep watching this podcast. You're awesome. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I hope it. Do you want to link your, your social media? Sure. Like your Instagram or it whatever. It is uh, at the Anagolia on both Twitter original. and Instagram. Super original. <laughs> you know, because Anagolia was taken, so I had to do the Anagolia. And it sounds so like pretentious, but whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Um, Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to give this episode preferably five stars. It really helps and a comment and hit the subscribe button. All the socials will be linked in the show notes of this episode. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you.